Welcome again to the all-new Change Your Mind About You, where we are learning to recognize our divine potential. I'm your host, Kevin Mack, and today we're going to look at what seeds and flesh-and-blood human beings have in common. In the last two episodes, we've spent some time discussing the relationship of trees with the fruit they produce. Since seeds are what is found in the core of a piece of fruit, we also talked about the function of seeds and the potential they contain to produce a plant similar to the one that produced them. We said that for that potential to be realized, a transformation has to take place, meaning the seed is transformed into a new life form. Today we're going to get into a little more detail about what happens during this transformation. Then we will relate this process back to the divine potential in human beings and the transformation that takes place as the divine potential becomes realized. We said that in the last episode that within them seeds contain all the biological information necessary to form another plant, just in that tiny seed. That is the potential that lives within each seed. Thus, the seed is really a protective capsule that contains the biological information about a life form different from itself but similar to the life form from which it came. So what happens to the seed as it's being transformed into a plant? Well, the first thing that happens is the seed must be planted in the ground and exposed to adequate moisture and light for the next stage of the transformation to take place. That next stage is called germination. During germination, the protective shell of the seed breaks open and the first stage of the new life form emerges from within the seed in the form of a root and a shoot. What function does both the root and shoot perform? According to an article from woodlandtrust.org, quote, Once a seed has germinated, The root grows down into the soil to absorb moisture and nutrients and begin to anchor the plant into the ground. At the same time, a green shoot grows up towards the light. This burst of growth is fueled by the starchy energy store left inside the seed by the parent plant. End quote. So, In looking at this process, at what happens during germination, there's a downward growth by the root to anchor the emerging plant in the soil, while at the same time, a shoot grows upward, eventually poking through the soil to reach for the light. And the source of energy that propels this process forward all comes from within the seed. Thus, during this process, the potential energy within the seed is being released. And the source of that energy? The parent plant. It was the parent plant that put that source of energy within the seed. Having gotten this far now, 
let's relate this process back to how the divine potential within human beings is released. The Apostle James wrote in James 2 verse 26 that the body without the spirit is dead. And Yeshua, Jesus, said in John 6.63 that it is the spirit that gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. Thus the life form within the human body is spirit. And furthermore, the divine potential that exists within every human being is also spirit. But what about the body? Does it have a function? Well, obviously, yes. Our bodies live, move, and exhibit self-expression. But what is the body's purpose? Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19, he wrote there, Do you not know? that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God, you are not your own. Our bodies, then, are like protective capsules, that is, seeds, that contained within them spirit energy, placed there by God, our parent. As a seed has all of the biological information contained within it in potential to produce a new plant in the likeness of the one that created it, so does a human being contain within the human body all it needs in potential to become the image and likeness of the life form that created it. That is, God. When Paul states at the end of verse 19 that you are not your own, he is saying that the life force within you comes from God and is therefore God's. It does not belong to us. So to conclude our discussion here today, I want to leave you with a metaphor that Yeshua, Jesus, spoke to a crowd as I read it, I would like you to imagine how this metaphor could apply to the transformation of human beings into divine beings, because that is precisely what Yeshua was communicating to his audience. We find the metaphor in Mark chapter 4, verses 26 through 29. He also said, this is Jesus speaking, This is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground. Night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. All by itself, the soil produces grain. First the stalk, then the head, then the full kernel in the head. And as soon as the grain is ripe, he puts the sickle to it, because the harvest has come. Hmm. What did Yeshua mean by seeds, sprouts, stalk, head in full kernel, as it relates to the transformation of human beings? We will talk more about this passage 
in our next episode. In the meantime, may the Holy One bless you, my friends, and bring you peace. Amen. Thank you.